The city of Cape Town is calling on the public for assistance in curbing vandalism at its libraries. This follows a spate of attacks like we spoke about night facilities in recent weeks and at least seven libraries, which is a massive number if you think about it. They've been targeted in areas such as the Treat Strand, Weinberg and Delft. And also bearing in mind, Sabra, that these are the very areas that actually need even more facilities like, exactly. uh, like a library. Yeah. So last month in Strand, one library was gutted by a fire with insurance claims amounting to over 14 sure. million rand. Can you imagine how, you know, where else that money could have been spent, man? Correct. You know, so, so it's very disheartening that we've got to start off our show with something like this. Councillor Zaid Badrin, Mayor Member for Community Services and Health. Good morning, Assalamu Alaikum. Shukran so much for joining us on Breakfast 9 to 1.3 FM. What is the current stats looking like at the moment? We know the last has been reported about uh, the seven libraries. Is that still, um, uh, still the same? Walaikum salam to you and the listeners. And uh, I was just listening to Sabira speak before I joined, and uh, she mentioned months uh, in terms of the vandalism. And Sabira, your heart will break when I tell you that it's actually days. Um, I'm looking at the WhatsApps as I receive them oh, from the officials, no. and in the space of two days, uh, I received information about Weinberg Library, uh, Ocean View Library needing to close because of shots being fired in, in that community, and the protest with Durbanville Library. Cross Park. This is all within two days. Walter Freden Library as one. It's extremely heartbreaking because mm. these libraries are in communities where, as you said, they need the resources. More often than not, these libraries are the only safe spaces that communities have, especially the children um, who, who need access to, to all the resources that are available uh, in, in these spaces. In terms of the statistics, um, it's, it's extremely worrying because on a daily basis I receive uh, the updates from the officials, a number of officials uh, to perimeter walks at their various libraries and when I was in Delft last week, they shared with me that, uh, the senior librarian shared with me that she'd walk and she'd notice that screws are being loosened one by one from burglar bars or from cages around air conditioning and that says to her that there's something being planned, you know in the future in terms of removing things Um, and so this happens uh, very regularly, it's becoming more and more regular unfortunately uh, in our community, say the Strand Library you've mentioned, where uh, from initial investigations it suggested that a flare was actually fired to the roof of the library, which then caused the entire facility uh, to burn down. And this is obviously, you know, not ideal. In, in Athlone Library, they've broken through uh, the roof. Langa Gugaletu, Site B Library in Kailicha as well, they've broken through the roofs. And what do they steal was one of the questions that were asked. They take whatever they can get their hands on. Uh, in Lang- in Yanga, they actually removed an entire printer, those big bulky printers, through the roof of the library. Uh, flat screen TVs, books get stolen, then to be sold, uh, printers, computers, um, everything, you name it, it goes. And the, the next question then naturally is asked, where's the, the security guards at the facility? And so we do have security guards. Uh, often we have them uh, with dogs as well. They patrol around the night, but these are security guards that aren't equipped with guns. Um, mm-hmm. These are ones that are equipped with the, the batons and the walkie-talkies uh, and then are connected to a response team. And so we know that this is not working. We, we can see that. You, you've, you must be ignorant to not mm-hmm. see that this approach is not working. And so not only at our libraries, but our clinics and the recreation facilities, we've, I've now walked the journey with the officials where we've started to reimagine safety and security at our libraries.
release because we now need to work with neighborhood watches, work with community organizations, base them uh, at a facility so that they can act as a 24-hour security presence because they're known to the community. The community knows them. They know uh, sometimes who some of the perpetrators are. And we're going to work much better through this approach, I believe. Mm. And so I'm very excited to be able to pilot that uh, in the next coming months or so at some of our facilities, especially in our vulnerable and volatile areas. Side, you know, is the vandalism only taking place, you know, at night? Um, If you can just perhaps elaborate on, you've mentioned, you know, uh, is it vandalism in terms of, you know, the building? You've mentioned, you know, the printers, etc. being stolen. Mm. Is this only taking place at night? More often than not, it does take place at at night. Um, it's easier, especially in our communities, where um, we have uh, sort of limited access, uh, or rather uh, not as easy access to uh, security, but there is still a presence in terms of uh, the security guard. But in some instances where there are protests, uh, there is vandalism and theft and looting in the day as well, um, especially in the Scottsdale Cryfontein area, uh, Nyanga area, where our officials then can't even go uh, to the libraries in the day because it's not safe. And especially in the Ocean View area, there's such a passionate team of librarians there who go to the library and they've shared with me stories that when the shooting happens, they've got to, you know, quickly jump to the floor uh, and avoid whatever may happen uh, in, in that particular area. And that's not ideal. Ocean View, a, a, a very special community, a little far from, you know, the central mm. area of the city, but still a really good good side with good people who need uh, these resources for studying, for recreation, and just as a safe space in general. Right. Now, Zahid, you know, who's behind this? Have we investigated? What do we know at present? So we, this is where we need our community to come in. We obviously open up cases uh, with the police um, where they then investigate. But we've also seen that there's very little support in our communities in terms of reporting uh, these instances. Um, in the Delft South Library, as an example, where the aircons were stolen right opposite where houses or their homes opposite where these aircons uh, were stolen, not one single person has come back to report. Uh, this happening. Obviously, there's a fear uh, of, of uh, you know, consequences to them should they report. I, I recognize that. But the police can only do so much in terms of the investigation and the help from communities are now so key, which is the reason why the mayor has supported the reward uh, for anybody to come forward with any information that leads to an arrest and successful uh, conviction of anybody that has vandalized uh, our facilities. I must say that in the space of my three years in this position, mm. uh, to my knowledge, there's not been a single arrest for any person mm. that has That's vandalized and looted yeah. our facilities. Mm. But we must not change that. And we, we will do that uh, in partnership uh, with our communities because we've got to look after these spaces uh, together. And as you've rightfully said, this money that is being used to fix facilities could have been used in other communities yes. where they've been waiting uh, for facility upgrades for a very long time. So, we have 30 seconds and just finally I want to ask, you mentioned you know, in your three years in this position no arrests have been made in this regard with regards to, you know, our public institutions you know, being vandalized um, as such as these libraries but just in terms of the, the the reward, is it effective enough? Does it seem to be working that if you offer a reward you're going to get some sort of assistance? 
I use an example of when our previous facility was burned down at the Desmond Tutu facility. Uh, a reward was offered. Then people did come forward with information. So it does seem to be... Uh, let's call it a sweetener uh, mm-hmm. for people to report these kinds of things, but the, the um, reliability of the information and whether or not it leads to an arrest and conviction is also key and necessary for right. that reward uh, to be paid out. So I've seen that it does okay. unfortunately work and seems to be the only way uh, people report these kinds of uh, information. Mm-hmm. Well, let's leave it at that. Uh, Councillor Zaid Bajrin, Maker Member for Community Services and Health, talking to us about the city that's now offering a reward for any information with regards to the uh, library vandalism.